0: Hi there, I am Ivy Lasseter, and I'm the host of the Four Parents podcast. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who have been there. I promise, 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 this is not a paid advertisement. This is just my honest, straight up opinion. So if you were to ask me about my favorite local burger joint, I would have to tell you it is Haystack. And here's why. Their food is good. And while it's a burger joint, they also have some pretty tasty salads. But I'm going to be honest, I I only know they're tasty from what I've heard. I I go in there every time thinking this time I'm going to order a healthy salad. But no, like when I get up to the place to order, burger and fries comes out. Or, Or maybe the club sandwich. It's pretty good. Anyways, um, I also like the ambiance of Haystack. There are several locations. Two locations are close to me. I have lots of good lunch and dinner conversations there. Like I can think about specific conversations that I just loved happening there. Haystack just feels like a happy place. It, It just does. And about a year ago, I met the husband and wife owners, Kevin and Jenny, and it gave me some clarity on why I like Haystack so much. Because, you know, like the leaders of a place often reflect the place that they lead. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the concept of apples don't fall far from trees. Like the owners of a place, uh, often it looks like them. And they very much fit Haystack, just the great ambiance. They have three daughters. Their oldest two are in college. One is at Auburn, War Eagle, and their third daughter is in kindergarten. They adopted their third, and you'll hear a lot about what what God did to make that happen. They also have just all-around great girl parent advice, and I love it. So here's our conversation. Okay. So tell me about when you felt led to adopt your third child and kind of that journey.
1: It was 2015.
2: 2015. But we had talked about it for At least twelve years before that. Oh my God! We
1: had God knows we're great procrastinators. He had. I got
2: to get started early
1: with these people. He worked
2: on us. us. (laughs) He knew it would take us twelve years to say yes. So we had talked about it, yeah, for twelve years, and we had gotten information from all these different agencies, and then we had always kind of get scared and back out, like this is not the right thing. Um, And then when was it? When did you go to Honduras for that?
1: It's twenty thirteen.
2: Was it 2013? We really prayed about it, and since Kevin's Kevin's Hispanic, and Uh we thought we always thought that God would want us to adopt from a Latin country. Yeah. So he went on a mission trip to Honduras to the orphanages down there, and just the brokenness. It was the
1: worst thing I think I've ever seen. Really, like these kids were just broken. Oh. Like no hope, broken, scarred.
2: Yeah. And you would think that would have been like our prompting, but it was more God. Shutting that door knowing that we weren't equipped to handle really. That. Yeah,
1: it we went it was a men's mission trip uh-huh. to Honduras through or, church or to something. Build, like that. Through hikes to build an orphanage. Okay. Which seeing it today is like totally amazing. Right, right. But so there's 20 of us went to this orphanage and all 20 of us were in tears. Oh. Like it was like the hardest thing. I right. get in touch with kids. I was like I don't want to bond with you. I don't want to touch you. I'm not.
0: So you kind of left like,
2: this is not what we can take on. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And so we just kind of shut that door and we were, you know, getting older and we're like, you know, busy lives and our kids were teenagers. And, mm-hmm. we and throughout
1: the years we would go, we'd go on family vacations. We'd always call the kid Pablo. <laughs> Pablo would love this.
2: No. Yeah. 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 We, we always had like a, is this a, we always like thought it girls would,
1: knew Pablo. Pablo.
2: So, we always talked about Pablo. <laughs> That like there, like you yeah. knew there's going to be a third, yeah, child. I guess yeah, or we yeah. go to the beach and we're like, Oh, I wish we could build a sandcastle with Pablo. Oh, <gasps> like a little did thing. your girl say this too? Oh, yeah, like we always oh talked about gosh. it. Like, oh, we'd be holding his hand right now walking along the beach, but yeah, little things like that. But and then we just kind of being in, you know, we're in the restaurant business, being in the restaurant business, it's just really hard hours, and we didn't yeah. know how we
1: could. Every time it came up, we never felt right. Just right. like we can't – there's just so much going on right now. Right. Just, I mean, just not do it. And right.
2: then we were working one afternoon, right, before mm-hmm. – when was it? It was in the – it was right around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in November. And this precious, precious lady um, from Watermark came in, mm-hmm. and she told us – and she – we knew her just from being in there. She's like, I'm going to China tomorrow to get my baby girl. No. She was a single – she was going to be a single mom, absolutely – amazing person and we just started talking to her Kevin was standing next to me and we were talking to her about what a picture adoption is if we really want to understand Christ's love for mm-hmm. us and what he has done for us since we're adopted into his kingdom we need to to go through the adoption process right. to to get the full effect of how much he really loves us so we're talking to her both crying oh my gosh
0: like you got teary-eyed. <laughs> yes. Don't that. You got teary-eyed. You're so she, like at your, at your restaurant. Yeah, and at the she's, restaurant. Okay. We're
2: just standing there talking. And she walks out, and we look at each other, and we said, what are we waiting for? Oh, And that, gosh. the next day, I had had a friend from college who had um, adopted a little boy— had she even adopted him yet, or just fostering? With. She uh-huh. was yeah on the road to adopt this little boy through foster care. Uh-huh. So I didn't know where to start, but I knew we didn't have forty thousand dollars right um, to go through the process. I knew we didn't want to go through Gladney or someone and take away from the thirty year old couple that couldn't have a kid. Uh huh. And then
1: so we're were three at the
2: time. Yeah, we're for, for, yeah forty two. Right. Yeah, forty two because we're forty three when we ended up getting Anna Kate. But we knew that. Um, yeah, that this was – there was such a need in our own backyard. Right. Why would we not go down this – why wouldn't we do something? So we contacted my friend, and she told us what agency she used, and we contacted them the next day mm-hmm. and started the process. Oh, my gosh.
1: And, but reflecting back on it, I think – I think Jenny could say this, too, but I think it was the most – the first time we were obedient as a couple listening to God.
0: Was that moment. Was
1: mm-hmm. that moment. It was – from – being a new, newer believer, it was like, okay, God, this is what you want us to do. Let's let's do it. And, not, and I'm a big believer in anything we do in life, kick the ball until it's kicked back. Uh-huh, yeah. It's, the ball just kept on rolling, kept yeah. on rolling yeah. for us.
0: That's a really cool moment, though, for the two of you to yes. like, we're doing this together. We're going to act in obedience together. Mm-hmm. And then you know? I
1: don't
2: even know if we before then had prayed about it together much about adoption, but we had prayed about it. Individually, And then we had talked so much about it. But we just, by that point, being 42, we thought, I just didn't think that was ever going to happen. But we did. So we started. And God again, has a
1: great sense of humor. I know. Well, he has a well, sense of humor. But we also yes. know now,
2: looking at this, this was never about adoption. This was never about fostering. And we'll, you know, talk more about our story. This was about Anna Kate mm. and that before the beginning of time, mm. he created us to be her parents and he created her to be ours. Yeah. And, like, we just know that yeah. there was that. N- that's this the is how the
1: whole picture plays out. It was always for her. Uh-huh. Uh, there was never a question that it was for her. So,
2: yeah, of course, it took us six months to do all the paperwork and get through the classes because, Again, the great procrastinators are always, always <laughs> late on everything. You but were not late <laughs> showing up to this recording. Now. Oh, yeah, that, that's that good. Was Thank, good. You. Thank you. So I was right there. <laughs> and we live two minutes away. <laughs> but we, um, yeah, so we started the, so it was in the summer of 2016. It was, when was it, June? Mm-hmm. And we were about to do – we had done our home study and everything, uh-huh. and we went away, the two of us. And we always said it's like a baby moon, I guess, now looking back at it. Right. It's like everyone's – like, yeah. yeah. And we just – that whole time together, we just talked about whatever – we were just so excited about what was about to happen. And, again, we didn't know if this was going to be a child when we would get that call, is we did not know mm-hmm. that this would be forever – or a day or a week, we just knew God was going to bring us some someone to love.
1: Right. But they're in a process. We we're praying for Anna and the mother mm-hmm. the whole time, because so we knew in order for this child to get to our care, we would they would have to be doing something like drugs. The mom, would. the mom, would. right? So right. we
2: started, pray- and we didn't know because we had. Requested, like, a year and younger. So we knew that this was either going to be a baby that was going through horrible things Mm -hmm. or in utero going through horrible things. So we did. We prayed. When we started that paperwork that day, we started praying for protection over someone. Someone has this—this baby is somewhere. Right, right. Just protect. Could be in the womb at the time. Yes, just protect from everything. Yes. Um, So we got the call. So we were put in the system on a Wednesday. On a Monday. On a Monday, all the clearance on a Wednesday. It was right before Fourth of July. And I said, We're going to get the call this weekend. What did you say?
1: Yeah, I was like, You're nuts. Know, <laughs> the Anna's room was my TV room. She to move the, the you TV gotta, out. Oh you <laughs> gotta get it ready. I was like, Jenny, it's not gonna happen. Well it has
2: it it's <laughs> past home studies and stuff. So we had a crib and this cute and if anyone knows me, I like I'm gonna make sure it's cute. Right. Like, you <laughs> like, care about the way it looks and yes, feels uh-huh. yeah, yeah, so I had it like in my mind what it was supposed to look like, but instead the crib was pushed to the corner and the TV was still in there with the the
1: where the changing table was. Yeah, it was on top of the on the yeah. top of
2: the changing table and there was this big leather chair. So um anyway, so we get the call. So that was on a Wednesday. We were and we got the call on a Friday.
1: Within five days. Of getting certified. We got to call for Anna.
2: Wow. Two days of being like in there. Wow. But that just shows you what a need there is. Well,
0: yeah. It's also kind of cool the way God is. Oh, yeah. He's like, I've been preparing you guys. and Get the stuff done because I'm ready. Like, you know, y'all are ready. Yeah. Well,
2: and I was on my way. It was about 4.45 on a Friday. And I was on my way to go back to work to work the evening. And I still have this card. It was just a card sitting like on the kitchen because I right. had a piece of paper. I was writing all this down. Mm. They're like it's two day, two day old Hispanic little mm. girl, and my just my heart just melted. Of course because. I'm like, head, yes. here's my Hispanic. You, yes. well, I already had two. I have two precious Hispanic little girls. Yeah. So I needed another. Yeah. And then we had even talked about, we laughed because we always thought, oh, we would want a boy because we have these two girls. And the closer it came to finishing our paperwork, it seemed like like these wild boys kept going into the restaurant. And we were like, oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> well, I was just on uh, yeah. the base, I, was like, I have yeah. two of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, were getting like,
2: your well, we were like, we yes, can do always, this. And
1: <laughs> I was like, I,
2: I want a girl. <laughs> and it <laughs> <And> was we <were laughs> so funny. Like, even in those, those final weeks, our heart had changed. Like, Really would like a girl. Oh my god! And she would just yeah. So we got the and then we asked. Um, she was in the hospital. She was only four and a half pounds, full term. Mm-hmm. She was in the hospital, and we said, "Can we go see her?" Mm-hmm. And CPS was like, "They made, but I guess they don't usually do this where the foster parents can go to the hospital." Right. right. But it was Fourth of July weekend. It was a long weekend, so they weren't going to be working the you know, that Monday or Tuesday. So they let us go up to the hospital, and they. Callie and Lindsay. So Callie's our oldest one. She's twenty-one now. Lindsay's eighteen. How old but were they at the time? They were-, they were thirteen and sixteen and thirteen. Okay. Okay. So they weren't allowed to like see them, mm-hmm. but the sweet nurses at the hospital still like went and held her up to the window. Oh. So I'm gonna leave
1: a window open for you. Yeah. Just no. like just kind
2: of like, and we have a picture. That's the first time we saw her. And the four of us. I think we all were teary-eyed. Like just, I knew. But I think I knew at that exact moment I saw her that that's, right. she was, she, it's she just was like when yours. you see, she was mm-hmm. mine. Just like when they put your wow. newborn in your arms, she was mine. Wow. And we would go up, we went to the hospital yeah. what, every day for five, four days she was mm-hmm.
1: there. Um, July 5th or 6th, after they got back from the break. July yeah, well, 6th. They did yeah. work. Right. July.
2: Right.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, we'd go up there every day and see her and hold Over her. the. And she was always like in the corner by herself, while all the other newborns were <sighs> Their moms. The moms.
0: Was the mom not there anymore? Did she Well, go they there's got,
1: so the mother, the dad and the mother were squatters on a home. Oh. They were using meth. Oh. And there's a neighbor in the neighborhood who reported them. Oh, my So gosh. the CPS already had a record on them.
2: Because oh. they had seen this pregnant woman going into this, like, kind of like a drug house. Right. So that lady right there was the, she saved her. Like the she, neighbor the, and we have no idea who it was. Yeah, but if she had, – and I wonder if she ever wonders what happened to her. Like I know, yeah. But if she had not made that phone call, it, he was really horrible to her at the hospital. And the, the mom, yeah. So the dad was very mean and abusive towards the mom, oh my gosh. and the nurses caught onto that really quick.
1: And, and then they oh started. Asking, then they called CPS then the because the mom
2: admitted to using because she tested positive right. for marijuana. Yeah. Um, but then admitted to other stuff. So come to find out, we didn't f- know all of this until much later. And she had used six. She had used meth six of the nine months. Oh my gosh! And she smoked pot every day. Oh my gosh!
1: Uh-huh. But Anna came out with nothing. No signs. None or anything. A little ADD. But-
2: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We have a little lots of, have a hard time paying attention. But you know what? That could be any lots of people have ADHD. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. yeah.
1: But, but it's, the, so the, the
0: her first year like was
1: she So we every Monday we would go down to CPS in uh, off Westmoreland somewhere and uh-huh. to have hourly visits with the mm-hmm. parents. So we've met the parents. Right. At first passing. they would
2: have us sneak in because they thought he he has quite the criminal past and oh. they were worried for us. Yeah. But it was a really were you there when we first met them? Were you there? Yeah, yeah you were there. We met them because we finally were like, because they were like, we can't keep sneaking you in. We're gonna have to get a transporter. I'm like, well, I'm not putting my baby in With a car. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. I'm not and especially like when we had yeah, yeah. when we had the freedom. So we're like, we'll meet them, no problem. We liked them. Um And that was—but the next week, I went by myself, and I ended up talking to them for about 25 minutes outside. Mm -hmm. And they said that once they met—because they hadn't met us. This was almost two months in. And they said, we can finally sleep because we had no idea where our baby was. And now that we know where she is, we feel so much better. Because they hear these horror horror stories of CPS, and they were worried about her. But we, every day, just prayed over her that she— of course, I couldn't pr- – I didn't pray God's will. I never once could do it because mm-hmm. I was so worried about what his will was for her life. Huh. Um, yeah. that I prayed for her protection Yeah, for to do what – because I kind of thought, well, you know, Lord, what's best for her. Like, right. I'm not going to pray for your will to be done. but know it's, it's going
1: like, to she's living in Richardson, right?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what I think yeah. her will should be. The, like, there were <laughs> yeah. so many times that- – I think the most <clears throat> amazing thing through the whole process is how many times we – saw God Yeah. Um, when she was a month old we went to pick up our oldest one from Sky Ranch and she had been up mm-hmm. in Colorado and she had told everyone the story so at that time at the end before like you go and you, you know get your kids all 30 of these kids surrounded Anna no. put their hands on her and prayed over her here no. you have these and they I guess going into junior year or high school these kids and that was and I remember coming home and crying I'm like well, she might never get to experience camp or experience, but my other, or bigger thing was if she didn't stay with us who was going to tell her about Jesus. Yeah. I, I kept worrying about that. Like I knew that you could get through life and you could have a horrible life, but at the but still know Jesus, and eternity is what—you know, you're right, going to be good. Right, And that was her biggest—I think that was one of my biggest fears. You just like, wanted her to—this the the ba-
0: this baby to know Jesus. Yeah, that was her— And you knew, at least if she's in our home— She's
2: she, going to be told. Right. And see. and Right. Um, it was almost—when was it? It was March, April. It was around East—like a couple weeks before Easter— and we thought by this time, dad's rights were going to be terminated because mm-hmm. he's back in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, she's almost a year old. You know, she is mama's girl already. Um, they go to um, a hearing, and Anna's attorney, who had never even met her before, mm-hmm. um, goes, and they she starts calling me. And they were—the mom was— doing all the program, so they were going to come get her that day from us. We thought rights were being terminated. I'm at the restaurant. It's like 10.30 in the morning getting calls from her CASA worker. I'm getting calls from CPS. No. And our caseworker at CPS is Anna CASA, the most amazing women of all times. Yeah. And again, they're two people that I think they fought hard Mm -hmm. for her. And in fact, they fought that hard because they were on their way to get her and they said, no, no, no. We need some. The DA had said, no, she... We're gonna go get her. So there I am. You weren't there yet. Just mm-hmm. fall like couldn't even stand up and go get her. She was at daycare. Go and pick her up and just like Oh my gosh. It was it was like a death, but it was like worse because they weren't gonna move her into an like you knew the hell she was gonna go through. Move her into an hourly motel with mom and grandmother who was, I think, working the streets. So that was the life. So they were going to take her out of our home and put her – like, it was to me, too, was this eye open? like, how messed up is this system right. that you would take right. her? But, of course, they can't look at – and I agree with this, but they don't look at – you can't look at economics of it all. No, And they no. shouldn't, and, and yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, that can't be a – but um, my parents beat me to my house. They were there to mm. – and then you came home. It was just a – but our caseworker fought for her and said, "We we want some more drug tests." She missed her drug test, so we waited. So they for didn't t- take her. No. No. at that moment, we didn't okay. take her at that point because CPS fought for, like our caseworker fought for, like we need another drug test.
1: Yeah, we think. But then the, from what we've seen, the people in the CPS system know how to work it. If they know that how much long the drug stays in your system to flush oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. so
2: Yeah, because yeah, then we waited about a week for mm-hmm. the results. So that, again, just seeing God show up, it was Easter weekend, all this happened. And that Friday, was it Friday, we went to this big Easter egg hunt in our friend's house. Yes. It has like all this land and just, we were just be able to be with our people mm-hmm. and our community and mm-hmm. people that had prayed through us the whole thing. But um, the most amazing thing was in Sunday morning, we go to church, Easter morning. Or Easter, yeah. And they had done our story in the bulletin. And so you pull out the bulletin. There's a one sheet on us with our picture. And I was like, this is like 2,500, 3,000 people that just saw this mm. that can now are praying for us. Yes. So like how the timing of it all. Yes. And then that was Easter. And then Monday, we show up for a visit. And it was the first time that it was um, an unsupervised visit. So mom could take her away. So we're watching mom oh, and grandma from his, his mom buckle up our baby. How I saw it, my baby. But <laughs> in you had this spent car. the
0: past how many months with ten months. No, yeah, yeah. And
2: driving away with her, and we were wrecked. Correct. We couldn't cry anymore. We'd mm-hmm. cried all weekend, but then tell like where we so ended up.
1: Every Monday we'd go look for coffee shops.
2: Like Bishop Arts and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: Yeah, and So yes. we, I go, hey, this guy told me about this coffee shop. Let's go check it out. And it yeah. was in the Design District <clears throat> next to a brewery of yeah. all places.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was called the Upper Room. Jenny yeah. was like, uh-huh. "What is this place?" I yeah. got, it. I don't know, it's a coffee shop. So we walk in. Here's the coffee shop, and it ended up being a church. Uh huh. And so, in every seven days a week, they had hold worship, like wow. always music playing. Yes. Yeah.
2: So it was nine o'clock on a Monday morning. Well, first we checked out like Googled it real quick to make sure it was yeah. legit. It was <laughs> not like a
0: yeah. weird cult situation. Or yeah something but it like
2: was that, really yeah. sweet because they had praise and worship. Someone's playing the piano in the chapel mm-hmm. and it's called the upper room because yeah. I mean you probably yes. are from yeah so because you have to go out to you have to come in to go back out. And mm-hmm. I just love that. So we sat there and It was –
1: God was sitting there holding us for two hours.
2: As we were just weeping and praying. And And worried about – I'm sure, you know, he can give you peace. But how on a Monday morning in Dallas, Texas, you end up at a coffee shop that's that's a church that you get to go worship? Yes. And it was – I don't know if we've ever even to this day have felt the Holy Spirit like we felt him. Really? And we just – you know, our thing was he's sovereign and she's his. And that was – Yes. Uh, so it was, and then the, ne- the next week, get the drug test, comes back negative. Uh-huh. And our caseworker was like, no, I wanted a hair strand She test. knew how
1: to work the system and took a urine test instead of a follicle test. So
2: we've oh. we learned all kinds These of are things. things will- so they were like, no, 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 we want the hair strand test. So like three so now I mean it's been a couple weeks before we get all these tests back and so we still don't know what's going on we're still taking Anna
1: down there to um, the mom eventually stopped showing up
2: mm
1: -hmm. we'd still drive down there wait no
2: shows yeah oh man but that was because when And they got the drug test, the the hair strand, And it was our CASA worker called us who was just one. In fact, she wasn't even a volunteer. She worked for CASA, Mm -hmm. and she had come with our our first volunteer who only stayed with us like two months, and then we don't know what happened to her. But we just hit it off with this. And she just was always there. Would show up every month and go to – and she called me up, like hysterical. It was positive. It lit up. It lit up. And I've never was – It was just a weird thing as Kevin and I are, like, crying and celebrating and praising this. But at the same time, it was such a horrible feeling of being happy about someone's total brokenness. Yeah. And it was a really— Right. Because we knew at that point this was not about us. This is not about her birth mom. This was always about Anna and what was best for her. But it was a really hard—it was hard to celebrate. We were celebrating, but it— we also knew someone was absolutely broken. Absolutely. And she never saw her after that. Yeah.
0: But you don't – you also wouldn't want – I don't know. You wouldn't want a child to get in a position because of deceit. No. And it sounds like it was like – Yeah. She was just It was figuring out a way to work the system. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. – it, it's a different story if it was like, oh, no, like she had total – yeah. Redemption in this, and you yeah. know what I mean? No, and it's a
2: sad—I mean, and it's never lost on us how the—just—but how brokenness, what the greatness can come, can come out it. of brokenness. Absolutely. And, you know, and we've witnessed that when we first—like, there's—when we first got married, Broke, you know, greatness come out of brokenness. And yeah. for God to show it to us again, like, this is— Right. So it's been—I um, don't know, so we love to tell the story yeah. because we can't help but talk about Christ yeah. and his goodness yeah, yeah, yeah. and his redemption when yeah. we tell her story. So it has opened so many. We didn't know that was going to be maybe our favorite part mm-hmm. of the whole process right. was being able to share her story. Right. Our story. Right? So at
0: pretty quickly after, did y'all officially adopt her? It was December,
1: so December 2017.
2: So she was a year and a half. It's a pretty long yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the crazy thing is, they were like, like, you know, if you wait till she's two, <clears throat> you can, you will get money every month and free medical forever. <clears throat> and we're like, no, we don't want to wait. We <laughs> can't <laughs> wait any yeah, longer. Yeah, it was the so because cr- we we're like, what? No, because what can happen, and we know what can happen is it was like, oh, people do that. I guess, and I understand why, but yeah. So
0: in the ups and downs of it, because they're a year and a half. That's a lot of emotion. Emotion, ups and downs. How how much did your two other girls know?
1: They knew everything. All I mean, of it. Yeah. So
2: they were looped in on all yeah, of it. Because
1: I mean, they were old. They were older. They right. knew what they was were going They were 14
2: on. and 17 when we adopted. Right. right. By that then. Um, we tell, there was a little bit like with our older one, we saw like we weren't being as good a parents as we needed to be, like in these formidable years. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. But we saw that really quick, and we kind of like pull. You know, like we're not doing what we're not giving her what she needs right now because we were so wrapped up into. Everything. Meaning,
0: like she's sixteen; she's yeah. got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just yeah, it's like yeah. we need to loop back in
2: and yeah, yeah. And, but we, did, but I think we saw some like we saw it all pretty quickly. But um, they, it was sweet too because they had their they would tell their friends about it and their yes. friends would be praying and yes. like our whole church community i mean that was the most amazing is just the community of from church that we yeah. had um yeah it was rough on them but we've told many people cuz i feel like we've met this whole community of foster parents and right um, right yeah and it's so i think a lot of people feel like Especially when their churches say this is a great need, a calling, mm-hmm. then they have to do it. And it's like, first of all, no, mm-hmm. not everyone's called to do this. Right. And secondly, you don't have to do it when your children are young. I think everyone feels like, well, I have little ones, so I need to do this. And we think that it was much.
1: It was good for us to do it later so right. we could right have a moment with our kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you
1: have this other one where all four of us get to do experience it together. right?
0: Well, I bet y'all as a family learned a lot God. about Jesus during that Well, um, and what it looks like to follow him, you know?
2: And I think, and I, one of my favorite things, too, was they saw how much we, Callie and Lindsay saw her love for Anna, and, like, I would be rocking her or singing to her. And they would say, did you used to do that with us? Well, of course oh I did. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it was like – They didn't know they don't. They don't remember. So you do all these amazing things when your kids are really <laughs> little and you love on them. And they don't remember. They remember you yelling at them for, hurry have cat in the car. So, <laughs> Especially when you have teeth. Yes, it's like, exactly. Yeah. So I oh think it was gosh. a sweet, like, mom and dad love us like this. Yeah. That was, I think, a sweet thing. And we could go back and we would we talk about it. And I think that was just a – and to see what kind of moms they're going to be. Right. And believe me, they're going to be total opposites. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, and they probably
2: saw the way you fought for her and realized, oh, my gosh, oh. like, my parents have— Well, and this is maybe way off subject, but the no. coolest thing, we thought that this happened this sem- last semester. So our oldest one's a senior at Allen Christian. And she is in charge of her philanthropy at her sorority. Yeah. When she ran for this office, she didn't know what the philanthropy was going to be. They they changed it. Oh, okay. It happened to be, it's Christian Children's Home in Abilene, no. which is the same kind of agency. We use Covenant Kids, same kind of agency that does fostering and adoption. She has now, just in four short months, she put on a big like winter clothes drive. They had like... Four huge boxes of brand new coats yeah. and all these things. She put on a trunk or treat for all the adopted kids and foster kids, yes. had a huge turnout. Um, oh gosh, she did something else I can't remember, but now they are um, about 20 of them in their sorority are getting certified because you have to go through all this certification to babysit foster yeah. kids. Um they're all they're doing a special program just for the sorority girls to get certified so they can go in like two at a time right. and go and babysit. And she has this heart for it that she gets it. And the crazy thing is the girl that's her co-chair, again, they didn't know, her sister is a year younger than Anna, adopted through the same uh-uh. um, Christian children. Yeah. Like, that's a it's, God thing. Uh, Oh, It's, it's a amazing. God thing. So they get to get up there, like talk to the shorty, and I think that's why they've had these great turnouts because they – you know, she's yeah. speaking from the heart, this is what yes, they do. Absolutely, this is a, in a you know, this is a picture of who, who these kids yes. are. she so. has a personal experience. Yeah, so we think it. that's kind of a neat thing. That's kind of come about oh. a bit. Like we see it like all the time. Like, yes. Yes. amazing things. So. God was in it. Is in it. Okay, so talk to me about what's
0: what was challenging about having you know teenagers and then jumping back to a baby.
1: Sleep. <laughs> Sleep. Yeah. She's almost six. They say the first six years. After six years, you start getting better sleep. Just, <laughs> I
2: don't know. Yeah. She was in our June, June she jumped 29th. in our bed last night, even in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> um, sleep, but I think all the events that we have with the older ones.
1: Like, We're trying to be parents to teenagers at the right. same time to having a newborn. Right. And so it's
2: so the six-month-old yeah. would go to all the basketball <clears throat> games and
1: yeah, you Watch her with sister normal, cheer and mm-hmm. dealing with normal teenage stuff
2: of that are up late and
1: yeah.
0: have lots of activities and all of that yeah. and then you have
2: this And I think it it wasn't that I think it was the older that she's gotten the harder it is because like at first we were all like oh I mean I can't even like we would just go to Bye-bye baby or the crazy, like, even when we first got the call, the first thing we did was we left work, called the girls, meet us up at the restaurant. We're going to North Park and, like, let's just buy this precious baby that we don't know all these clothes. Oh, my god! You know? So that's yes. kind of, like, where we were. It was just all so fun and new. Yes. And I think it got um, more challenging, don't you think? I you think s- people,
1: too, don't realize you got this baby for your, your adoption or you have older ones, but they treated it like it was, like, no big deal. But we're at home staying up all night.
0: Right. I think it you know, was or, one. Th- right. We've if you t- have a
1: newborn, you get maternity leave, you have normal schedule, a different schedule.
2: Right. You people get a, are coming over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That there didn't were, happen. No. <laughs> no. No meals, no presents, no. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And <laughs> no baby shower. And no. And no like, yeah. And, and it wasn't, I think that, Kevin, and we've talked about this a lot, that, and if people ever want, you know, this is a great thing, I think, for people in the, just within your own community, your own church, like. Know the people that are doing these things, so you can't because it's not that I wanted to be celebrated. Oh, Jenny's staying up, like Anna deserved to be celebrated, oh. she deserved to yeah, be yeah, loved. Yeah. And um, we did have some church friends that wanted to do something for us, and I was like, No, because it was just at the same time, it was hard, like right. I was like, right. I, Yeah, but um, but yeah, I think, and even to this day, like. I get, you know, oh, it's so hard. I have these, you know, these preschoolers and I'm like and I think people forget that we're we're yeah, you're we're, in we, that. Yeah, we're in that too. Is it weird like
0: okay, you go to her I just know she was on a little T-ball tea team uh-huh. or whatever. Oh yeah. And you like so show up and every every parent is like how much younger than y'all and then mm-hmm. like is that a weird thing or no?
1: Yes, right. For okay. me it's, not. For me it's not. I feel young. Yes, no. I feel young. So.
0: Yes, no. <laughs> I, feel
2: young yeah, but. I mean, I'm not saying I'll look old no, at all. Evan will saying... always think he's 25. Yeah. So it's I don't if I let myself dwell on it, it's kind of odd. But I think it's, there's
1: different wisdom. Just uh-huh. we just let it roll off a little, a little more, right? Like the temper tantrums. It's yes. They're still annoying, but it's <laughs> – Right. You give them a little hug. You know it's not going to last. Jenny's really good at better than I am, but give them choices.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: she'll stop. What's better choice? Right.
0: I'm just – I'm like, I guess this isn't challenging. This is actually good. It's like you're with these younger parents who it's their first child, mm-hmm. and they're all stressed about – I'm just using the T-ball example just because no, I know yeah. she was on a tea, But, like, they're like, oh, why aren't they behaving? Why aren't they playing better? And y'all yeah. are like – it's fine. Yeah,
1: she's not going to join the Olympics. Right? <laughs> this, yeah, this, this yeah we not, laugh. your yeah. kid like, doesn't,
2: doesn't have the right. talent. Yeah, when Lindsay played soccer, we laughed because there was a couple parents that really thought, oh, my kid's going to be like club soccer getting oh gosh, you know, scholarships and those all. In, I mean, They played sports through third grade and ended up like, in, I mean, not mm-hmm. choir or band. You know, that right. wasn't their talent. Right. They had right, another right. talent. So it's funny that these – but it's fun. Um, I have to make sure – I color my hair often. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's about yeah. the. Well, I just
0: feel like as I feel more so as moms. Like there's like a all the moms are the like the perspective of life bonded. is just different, right? The you, different. You, it's like well, do you feel like an have, outsider? Do you feel like you can fit? I, in? Do you, I, does it matter?
2: Both. I think yeah. it depends on who I'm with. Um, we have met some really sweet. And she started preschool last year. It just loved it, and have met so many sweet, wonderful people that. Have this love of Christ that we can, you know. When you form your friendships on that, Mm. age doesn't matter, and you have different wisdom, and yes, and it's the friendships, and you know, and we know this now. Like you only have such a small amount of times to, Mm -hmm. to you know, work on friendships. What where do you want them to count? And so we really try to focus on that. And there are times I'm with other people, and I'm like, I am. I'm so past this. I'm so over, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm you with. You have perspective. Yeah, I have perspective. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, do I feel like I'm with my daughter's friends right now? Yes. But <laughs> yeah. we like them too. Like, it's just a very, um, so we kind of cling to, no, I don't want to say cling. That's not the right word because I think we're definitely drawn to certain people. We're just drawn. To, you know, you are in life anyway. Right. But So we haven't felt it. You know sh- that
1: the going out, still act like you're in college we can.
2: Yeah, no, no, it's no. It's
1: just not who we right. are. It's not who we are, who we right. want to be. We don't that to has nothing
2: to do with age. It's not who, yeah. yeah. We just
1: don't want to live that lifestyle. Right. You know, we want to, we love Jesus and want to share people, yes. tell people about him, and we want to be around people who lift us in that way.
0: Yes. And well, that, I really love that perspective of like it's Jesus that unifies us. It's not our age. It's yeah. not what kids we have or what age they are or what yeah. we do for work.
2: Yeah. It's Jesus that unites us. Yeah. But and I it, was at you know, this mom thing the other day, and so I'm almost fifty, and they're all in their thirties, and I was the only one that had to have Botox. It's <laughs> like what had it's, not had had Botox. not. I was just oh, gone, and it made me at the same time. I'm like. We're just talking about how different things are in those 15 years from when we kind of raised the other two to now. Can we talk about that? Yeah. What the is different? different. What Social is different. media. Yeah. yeah. And so here are moms. We were
1: super young parents with our older two.
2: He, well, yeah. Well, we had <laughs> Yeah. We were 25. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We were always the youngest parents. Uh uh-huh. every, every event we went to. Yeah.
2: And, and Kevin now, made fun of the old guys on the yeah. camp out. So he now <laughs> he's. He <laughs> <encouraged>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we our oldest woman was the first, I think she was pretty much first generation with social media. And we did not parent it like we would parent it now, really? We didn't know. Yeah. really. I'm, That's good. but Just even watching moms, it. and we're every and I'm guilty, too. Don't get me wrong because now I'm like, okay, Kevin, next year I'm getting my Botox. but <laughs> but how much is that is influencer driven? like uh, a I mean, lot? Yeah. Like even so, we don't just you know you see it in parents mm-hmm. and kids, mm-hmm. but because um, w- for
0: your first two you were parenting and it, the, we didn't have all these like and they did. This is how you're yeah. supposed. This you're, is the you're adult. getting
1: the no to know like Lindsay for example. She's wanted our to, one. She yeah. wanted to be a YouTube sensation. Oh my god! <laughs> we came home from work <laughs> one night. She was like it's ten just, years old. Just I was making a video tonight and this some person wanted me to keep on stretching doing over the stretch. We're like whoop like, you're So no YouTube We're like, what?
2: Wow. I was like, like And now you have, you're like, like no. This yeah. is. There's a little more filter on it, but um, <laughs> but we laughed. Oh, my gosh. Anna, yeah. Knows, yeah. Anna knows the TikTok dances from her sisters, and, you know, but it's.
1: It's funny sometimes. Like when we moved Lindsay into school this past fall, mm-hmm. we had to rush home because we had kindergarten around it. So we moved a kid in the college. We had to come home because we had to be.
2: And I was the only exactly. one that had to get my readers out to look at all the.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That And just in your brain, like that, the emotions
2: of dropping a but college you know student
0: off. And but I'm it's like, oh really gosh.
2: fun in the same way because I was like, like, you know, when you're raising a two-year-old, but then you get to leave for a minute and go prom dress shopping. Like it yes. is a. It's, and you have these two, and I think we have had, at least I personally, this has been the hardest few months since we've had Anna because uh-huh. both girls, both the older ones are now in college. Yeah, and that's I always, feel weird. besides Kevin, you know, and Kevin's, at, you know, works and stuff a lot, but I always had an another adult to talk to. Yeah. And I always had something else to focus on besides just staying in preschool mess. Right. There was always something else going, and now I'm like, oh, wait. I don't have that. It was almost like a sweet, nice outlet, and so now they're both gone.
1: <laughs> for younger, for Anna being younger, for me, it's something I wouldn't say new, but the first time I was always working. I uh-huh. was, we'd be in the restroom, but I always, always working at night. Yeah,
0: yeah. So and I,
1: I never experienced them taking bath time, doing some homework, doing. So I was just always gone. It yeah. was just the three of them. Yeah, we so. talk about
2: it. it's the three musketeers. Yeah. So They're now, now it's won. different
1: because I'm actually there.
2: You're able to be yeah. well, and that was one of the things we talked about. Even though we did when Anna was little, we put her in daycare, and one reason too was so if the girls, the older two, had something at school, I could go to it, mm-hmm. or like it allowed me to still be a parent to them. Right. But one of the things we're like, if we do this, I, I am not going to. I can't work these hours. I can't work at night all the time. Because even when the other two were little, we had a Mexican restaurant when open when they were one-and-a-half and four-and-a-half. And four and right. And I worked four nights a week every day and then four nights. So I oh couldn't. Gosh. I'm like, we're not going to do that again. Um, you knew. You were like, we've experienced so, that. Yes. We're not going to miss that. And this, I think our kids, that, you know, we talk about They have – they're fine. <laughs> we're like, yeah. we'll pay for your therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Work through some yeah. things. But I think to- they're good. But, um, the same thing. We want. We're like. It's almost like God gave us this. You know. You sometimes we feel like we didn't get to experience all that we wanted to. Right. And He's like, okay, here, here you go Here's again. Yeah. So we're making a lot of different mistakes this time. She, she's well, She's not near as well behaved as yeah. the other two. <laughs> but she's a different kid. I mean, yes. totally different. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, but Kevin's a really good girl, dad, and. Yeah, spending the time. So it
0: sounds like in general, I would have thought there would be more things on the list of like, oh, it's way more challenging having a third way later. It sounds like there's, in some ways, it's easier. It's so much like you have two older and then the little one. Yeah, so you have help. Free babysitting help. I've learned from some of my things that we're not going to do. I have perspective, so I'm not going to freak
2: out about this. Even things. financially, you're in a different position. At, right. In your 40s and you were in your 20s. Um, I always tell
1: Jenny, it's with the younger two, I was trying to make my career. Yep. My goal was always to build a restaurant brand. Right. And our first restaurant just was like, cost us a lot of money. But, well, that's another story for me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it no <laughs> longer So exists.
1: this time, we were in my career. I've already...
0: You've, you've learned a continue lot. I've continued
1: to grow my business. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't, I wasn't, I'm not there's working for someone in else. It now. Yeah, there's a lot more freedom. So there's a lot more things that we're able to do. So it's yeah. just, it's different.
2: Now I yeah. have woken her up with my knees creaking when I walk down the stairs, <laughs> yeah. but those are just, the, I think those are the only negatives. And there's a couple of times when I get tired and worn out and I have to really check myself mm-hmm. because I never want to be resentful. Oh, well. I could be doing this or this. And you have to – but I think that's with any kid. Right. But I have noticed – I don't think Kevin ever has that. But I have to check myself. Like, don't ever go there because remember the blessing of that. Like, Like you're you're seeing some of your friends who
0: are empty nesters Mm -hmm. and they are going on trips and things like that. And you're like,
2: I can't do that. But that's okay. We're going to have
1: a little one with us.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We've already told the older two. She might get to do more things than y'all got to do, but because Um, we're ready to do these things now, right? So she's going to be with us, right? Um, But she is like just joy. Like I can't even like just her little personality. Like I think that's one of the things. And we've had friends that walked through this you know, at similar times, the time frame's kind of similar, that I have had some horror stories and, yeah. you know, having to, and losing theirs Um as far as going back to, right. so, like, just, and so sometimes we're just in awe of how God has blessed us. But even with who he blessed us with, like, this is not just some child. This is, like, she is absolute joy and happiness. Yeah. And she's... Um, I know everyone thinks this, but, like, she's really smart. Like, it really, like, blows. Like, she, we, the four of us laugh, the older two, because we're like, she's so much smarter than we are. She's going to figure this out right. pretty soon. Right. That she, yeah. I
0: wonder how she, her little, like, personality is unique because of the mm-hmm. family she's in.
2: We, we always wonder, like, what is nature nature, versus, yeah, versus nurture. Versus nurture and um
1: she's a fighter though she's yeah. a survivor which might be that's she's always nature nature yeah
2: she ha- I mean but then four and a half pound meth baby and I know. never I mean she took a bottle from day one she like no oh, issues yeah. never had to be like she's
1: she just yeah. figures everything out she's like sometimes she I need that cup from up there. Okay, what can I get?
2: Uh, She's very mechanical. Birth Birth dad was very mechanical. Neither of us are. So it's kind of fun to see. She loved motorcycles at a really young age. And we. Y'all aren't motorcycle. No. No. (laughs) No. But we wish we could tell them sometimes. Like we see things. She's, um, yeah.
1: The bio dad was, he liked stealing cars. So he liked being. He liked cars. Yeah, he liked cars.
2: Wow, but he must not have been too yeah, good at it very because very, he was in jail got a lot. A lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> so he liked oh, the gosh. way they worked, and so that's yeah. what Anna sees. Like to so watch that her
2: is so her. interesting. It's fun, but she and um, yeah, it's been she and her middle one are so close, so that's been a hard thing, but yeah. Um. So y'all, you've
0: got. Two girls that you have basically raised, mm-hmm. and then one you're raising, what would be your best piece of advice?
1: You're, we're still raising the older one. Uh, I don't think – you never stop parenting. Well, it's, right. It's, it's parenting different. The
0: sure. older one, not the middle one? No, no,
2: the older ones. The older,
0: the older ones. ones. You're still parent- – yeah, Yes. But, yeah. but I'm just saying, like,
2: they're living in co- – like, they're. you know, okay. you're not – And I'm going to say – and we don't know how they – I don't know. They both love Jesus so much, and that's just been like – Right. And even like when they came home for Christmas and we're in church together, like watching them praise and worship, Aww, and it's just like the I sweetest. And who their friends are, but which th- you have a, we both have a couple of things that which
1: I think for being a believer, I think we've always made it. We've led them down the road. We go to church on Sundays. Right. We worship. It's about community, about learning about Jesus. Right.
0: Like your church has been very important.
1: But I guess through my years being a. I became a believer later, uh-huh. I've seen how people try to force it on their kids, uh-huh. and the kids just yes. go off the deep end.
0: Yeah. Was it but forced on you when you were little? or were I, w- you, I was you raised know- Catholic, so. Okay,
2: okay. You went to Catholic school. It was re- but- very
1: ritual Yeah, you know, for me. Okay. But
2: I don't think it's – I think, too, it's – you know, I've said my, my favorite times with the older two, and I'm hoping with – and it also, and I have to watch the electronics and stuff on this. The sweetest conversations are when they're in the car, mm-hmm. and they ask a question, and you can mm. just take that question and have these deep conversations, mm. even when they're five and six years yes. old. And it's such a sweet thing. Yes. Um, our thing when they get older, um, even though Kevin just said he doesn't, you don't force it on them. When you they make it their own. When right. they, when they were in seventh grade and youth groups started, mm-hmm. we told mm. each of them. First semester, you have no choice. You have to go every Wednesday, <gasps> this is so good. every Sunday, and every special event. Because
1: every kid's, I don't can't make any friends. No one likes me, or it's just awkward. care you're going.
0: So the first semester, first of seventh semester, grade, seventh grade. You're like that's when going. it starts at our church. When youth group starts, yeah, yeah. yeah. you have so no choice. Whenever youth group starts, that and then is so good.
2: Yeah. At Christmas time, we'll reevaluate if you are, you know. They both loved it. Like they have, but the neatest thing, and I think this is the other important thing, is make sure make sure our kids have other adults who are pouring into mm. them. How do you do that? Through a couple, like with our oldest one, Callie, she was always drawn to these like 20-somethings. And so we, she at, you know, we had our church and it was like the youth pastor's mm-hmm wife or mm-hmm. the helper or the college kid, you know, the intern, she was just drawn to them. Yeah. And was able you know, just people taking her out to coffee. But I also would talk to these people too. So they would know how much like Callie was looking up to them. So it would kind of helped that relationship. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, a little bit different. She, um, we taught her, Grade seventh through twelve, and with some, and there was one um, another leader and another parent leader. They became really a couple of them became really close. So uh-huh. it wasn't the twenty something It was people my age yeah. that took a. They, I don't want to say saw something special in her, but she is the quiet one, and they were able to kind of draw, draw her out of her comfort zone. But again, it goes back to showing up. If we weren't there and didn't show up to the—if they weren't there on Wednesdays and Sundays and these things where people besides just their peers could sit and talk to them, then they would have missed yeah. out on those special yeah. relationships. Yeah. but I
1: think yeah. it's—every church, I think, suffers at this as people volunteering. They always want something from the for them. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we focused on many years ago— is how can we give back to the church? So we always poured back in volunteering to make sure we're involved in it. But yeah. I think if parents want good for their kids, they need to give back mm-hmm. to uh-huh. the church Which or they to other people's kids. Yeah, yeah, Whose kid so- are you
2: investing in? Invest in someone <gasps> else's kid.
1: My kid might not tell me something, but they might tell you something. Well, yeah. and
2: Kevin, I'm going to say, was the, is because we just left youth group this year, the rock star. Everyone else would come in. And like the parent, they would be like, "Hi, Mr. So and So. Hi, Mr. So and So." Kevin Mm -hmm. would walk in. Kevin.
1: It's like just Uh, call uh, me Kevin. uh,
2: But he's like a rock. (gasps) But he he would giggle when they were fourteen years old. They would be telling fourteen-year-old boy humor, and and Kevin would laugh at it. He (laughs) wouldn't like correct them or tell them no. The leaders
1: always like Kevin. Stop that.
2: Oh no! (laughs) Oh no! But they knew they had a. They knew. I think that was one thing and something that I've kind of tried to watch too is like learning from Kevin, he made sure people were heard and that they felt mm. special and they were listened to. Regardless of what exactly yeah. they're, they're saying.
1: Somebody, somebody asked me, I'm gonna be new into youth group, well, what advice would you give? And I was like, They're not your kid, they're not good you don't have to parent them. Be their friend. You know, just connect with them. You know, That's everybody so wants good. to talk to. You.
2: Yes. You know, yeah, we leave have one, it to the parents. Yeah, we have one friend them. that goes in there and just like Oh, we love him dearly, but he tries – his kids are amazing, and he try, he, he is – his expectations are the same out of someone yeah. else's kids, and that's not – you, gotta you be can't a, have the same you, expectations. You've
0: got to be a friend first. Mm-hmm. This is not parenting advice. This is serving in church Yes, advice. exactly. Yes. Parenting advice. advice. Don't got yet, be yeah. a friend second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but – Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that's absolutely mm-hmm. true. But it like, was neat, too, like, with that, like, when – so Lindsay, you know – you know well is at yeah. Auburn, and it was so great. Cause here she is, eleven hours away, and the first thing she does is she found a church that had community, but she also wanted a multi generational church mm. because she had had people multi generational pour into her. Yeah, and so she didn't go to the most popular church there because it was mainly college kids. She wanted to go to the one that she met. You know, her weekly community group was meeting at adult. An adult house, yeah, and things like that. And it was just sweet that she knew exactly what What she wanted wanted. Um, at eighteen. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know that. You know, yeah. So I think that to me that was like, okay, we we don't do everything right, but I think we did that okay.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. And so I want to go back to you know not pushing your faith, but I love the like, okay, for the first six months you need to go. Mm -hmm. You got, you just got to go, and. What other, what, how else did that like translate? Like to not push your faith, but expose your faith to your kids?
1: For me, I was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. drug abuse, before I was a Christian. Uh-huh. So until I was 29, I was just led a dark life. So we had already been married a year and a half, two or three by timing. It- had a kid. Yeah. Fell off the deep end. Yeah. And hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And that's when I found Jesus. So yeah. for me, I think and anything you start new you have to develop and mature and right. gain wisdom and so now I, I, for me I just have such a passion to know Jesus mm-hmm. you know I think it, re, it sheds off to my kids right to too we right.
2: told they knew your story mm. you know from the time they were probably upper elementary yeah. and they knew our story and you know you don't have to tell your kids every detail because yeah. that's not right either. I don't think they need to know everything you've ever done, it, right? Yeah, by any means,
0: and especially not at you know three yeah. years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, at the right but time. But even yeah, yeah,
2: even in college, I don't yeah. you know I don't want them to know everything right. I did in college. Right. But we were.
1: I think I, we talk about Jesus a lot.
2: We talk yeah. about what, his, he
1: mean, what he means to us
0: because he's radically changed your yeah. life. So it's like really, yeah. this is not this is not something yeah. I'm talking about because I think it's the right and thing. I, mean, it's, I deeply it's not, believe. Uh,
1: I think. It's not Jesus juking your kids. It's the, he, they know it's very important to us. Yes. And yes. It's very important what we do in our lives. Yes. For Jesus. Yeah. And I think that's
0: – it's when shown I,
1: them how to live.
0: And you just talk about it in a regular, you know – it's not like now we're
2: having
1: yeah. a Bible It's like done. you do something wrong. It's like what, what would Jesus do? Right.
2: It's well, yeah. and we're bad. Like we don't pray before all our meals. We don't do oh, those kind of things. Are You kidding me? I know. I know. We don't. We don't. <laughs> How dare you? And like, but it's <laughs> but we have felt like you know what? Just we want to eat. We're not thinking about praying right now. Yeah. Like new uh, yeah. things. Like Fair. so, it's not like. I mean, I'm sure some people would look at us like, but we do. Mm-hmm. We just share when we. Right. And that's I think when you do. There is that fine line of parenting and friendship. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that you have to befriend your kids with. And I think part of it is your story, who you are and yeah. why you – Yeah. That's so good. Why. Be real to be, your be kids real. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Like um, I think
1: the kids see us at home. Yeah. We're the exact same people when we're out in public.
2: Mm. We're yeah.
1: Not, we do, we're just who we are. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't act one way for somebody and another way for someone else. Yeah. It's just – we're Jenny and Kevin.
2: Right. And we laugh a
1: lot. And we're always together.
2: If we're always together and we always are <laughs> laughing. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> and I think it's, I think marriage too is a big part of mm-hmm. you know, raising your kids. You How you st- treat each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. And the one advice she always gave us is because we were separated at a time. She uh-huh. says, if our marriage is going to last, we've got to have Jesus in the middle. Wow. We've both got to love Jesus. Right. And but that's
2: But this is when I knew, and, of course, this is, again, a big story for another time, but when Kevin had gone through all he'd gone through and came out the other side loving Jesus Mm -hmm. and being clean, you had been clean and sober for about a year, I said, what do you think's different? And he said, well, and we've been together since we were 16, often, like, we've known each other since we were 14. Yeah. And he said, I was always in love with you, but now I'm in love with Jesus. (sighs) And I will remember he doesn't remember saying that even, but I will remember it. I remember where we were in the car. Yeah. Because this was an answer to prayer of, you know, I married this man who was not a believer. I should have that was I knew not to do that. Yeah. But I knew how much I loved him. And right. I had been praying for him since we were sixteen for him yeah. to come to know. No, right. I wouldn't
1: recommend it for my daughters, so Annie.
2: Well, and yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> you're marry, like, don't marry someone like me. Don't marry non believers yeah. <laughs>
1: Don't marry. You're <laughs> right. not going to change.
2: Well, it. And right, I am right, not the right. same. My Jesus kids are Jesus. so much further along on what they than I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't. Yeah, it's totally different people.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think we try not to be the Sunday believers. Mm-hmm. Each other six days you're living without it. Yeah. We try to do it every day.
2: Yeah, but we're not always so great about it. Yeah, but
1: know. it's yeah. it's always in our mind. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I really shouldn't be doing that. Right, you know, right. So it's, well, know, or Jesus, we're just to Jesus see transforms his, your heart.
0: Yes, right? yes.
1: In the uh, way we parent.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. If it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't have Anna, and we wouldn't have Lindsay, our middle one. Yeah. They would be. Oh, my
2: gosh. Isn't that crazy? If I didn't we talk believer. about that, like, Lindsay would not be at all, and Anna would be somewhere else. Oh, like no, it's gosh. so crazy to think about.
0: Well, like, and we did, we didn't even go in too much, too deep in your story. But it's like, if you would have told yourselves when you were separated, and at like rock bottom with a baby, that you would be here couldn't. in twenty twenty two, with the life that you have. Like, I can't even like. You know what I mean? No, it's yeah. that's Absolutely. that's what Jesus does,
2: and. I was a believer, but not very strong at the time. And I would get—when Kevin was in that dark time and then left, and again, it's a lot of spiritual warfare stuff that went It was was a very dark time. I would get in the living room and get face down, put Mm -hmm. my nose to the ground because I couldn't get low enough Mm -hmm. and just cry out. And that was the first time I ever had to cry out Mm -hmm. to the Lord. And to bring it all back around to Anna— I had never cried out again until I thought she was going to be taken from me. Wow. Nose to the floor, crying out. Wow. And it was such a different prayer, but yet it still was all about brokenness. Like here, he redeemed my husband who was broken, but here is this other family, these other two people that were broken, but because of their brokenness, I have this blessing. Mm -hmm. So out of, it's just my life is blessed because of his goodness mm. through the brokenness. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think for parenting, she's always taught me with the younger ones is tell the girls how much, how pretty they are.
0: Oh, they that's you great. Know, I don't
1: know about boys. I've never.
0: <laughs> that's good. I've never wanted to raise a boy. But, yeah.
1: but I think, especially with Anna, I always say, oh, you look so pretty. Aww. I pay attention when they come up and they come down on their dress. Yes. look They're twirling around. and know now. Oh, you look so pretty. Yeah. Like genuinely they do look pretty. Oh, I <laughs> love that. But just <laughs> say some, it. Just say as it. Men, yeah. You don't say those things. Oh gosh. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: You know?
1: But I think it boosts their confidence and mm-hmm. makes them stronger. Mm-hmm. And I think they also look at who that boyfriend might be.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, Kevin's love it. language. You'll really appreciate this. So Lindsay's class started today in Auburn, but Kevin drove her back. On Monday in her car, and then flew back yesterday, because he's you know he's like I'm not letting my 18 year old drive 11 hours. I'll
1: let drive 11 hours. Crazy. But
2: then so, like the quality time
1: yeah. you get with her, yeah,
0: in the car and all that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, but yeah. Any other advice for girls raising girls? Oh.
1: Listen to them, mm-hmm. and they're and they're. I still don't understand all the girl drama, but just listening to what they Mm -hmm. have to say because they just want to vent. And social media is not the answer. Uh, It's the destruction of everything.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, and I think, too, when they're five and six and they come home and talk about the little boy and you're like, oh, no, they're going to be boy crazy and you try to change the subject, talk about it. Because if they're talking to you at six about the cute little boy in their class, you have a fighting chance they might talk to you when they're 16. That's so good. Yeah. Because I have friends that would shut that down. And... I was like, you don't ever want to shut down any conversation that they're trying to have with you, no matter uh-huh. what the age. Uh-huh.
1: I think another thing we've tried to do is since they're small until current day, we always say, I'll come get you whenever you want me to. Oh, that's oh. a big one. You know, just call me. Even when they're they weren't comfortable spending it at someone's house, we get up the middle of the night and go get
2: yeah, them. Yeah, when they call me, we never you said it. no. When they're right. nine years old at two o'clock in the morning to come get them oh, at a party, gosh. go get them because then they they're will, at, like a sleepover. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they'll call yeah. you in, in school, the middle they, of the night.
1: Yeah. Once, I think they've called us and I'll go get you. I'm not, I'll am not. i stop. I'll go get you. Yeah. Callie, I mean, Callie was 45 minutes away. A car broke down in the middle of the road. On I-20. I was like, I'll be right there. Oh. And so it's, I think. It's How always, does that
0: feel with
2: having one at Auburn though now?
1: Oh, it's a train wreck. <laughs> it's Absolute a little further away. You can't Absolute get there. Wreck. No. <laughs> Absolute. He got wreck. in
2: the car. and picked him up at the airport last night. He got in the car. I was like, did you cry? And he looks at me and he, Just like my uh, – kind of like the most unemotional person. Yeah, I can still cry right now. But but there's a – you've cried a few times in the story. It's so hard. It's just hard to leave
0: her. As a
1: dad, you can't protect your kid. Yeah. You know, I think it gets easier. It got easier with Callie. She's in her fourth year now. It's easier. Yeah. But Callie, she graduated from high school, and the next day she left for England to do – Mission work, oh, and that was one of the hardest things I think ever oh, did. Right, know, your I was still eighteen-year-old
0: on a plane to Heathrow, and, then-
1: and I'm like sobbing in the room like a, like a baby. <laughs> and Jenny is like, "What is wrong <laughs> with you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but just the brokenness of having to put your kid and you can't protect them.
0: Right, right, and li- yeah, does she cry when you le- Like when she when you left her at Auburn.
2: I would always no. cry. Just you see. did? Oh. Well, but oh, she. Yeah, Lindsay,
1: yesterday, Liz was like, okay, see you later.
2: But she's oh. not, she's not a very unemotional one. She right. will, if she is going to cry, she's going to do it three days from now because she's going to process mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's just not that, she's just not wired like that. Right. Um, right. But she lets us hug her, so that's always good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, good. Um, yeah, that's sweet that you cried. I'm going to tell her that.
0: I just, it was. Say just, Ivy cried. She yeah, must. Yeah, I don't know. I It would just be like, it's just hard for me. I don't know. Like, yeah.
1: it's a long way. I would
0: be fine. I, once they would leave, I would be fine mm-hmm. and have a great time. But it was always like, oh, I'm just. I think it's you know, the
2: <clears throat> knowing, like, if they're within, you know, four hours, you can get to them. Yeah. And same thing. You knew that you could, if you were closer, you know, you can go home. But if you're that far away, you know, hey, There's I not, can't just come home. Right, right. Absolutely. There's that certain but I think that that can be a good thing too. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I think looking back on it, to keeping your cool with your kids, because with the younger <laughs> ones, man, I've lost control sometimes and just screaming, yelling for them doing something wrong. It's like it really doesn't matter. It oh. does matter, but little. In the it, it
2: doesn't. Big picture, we don't need to yell about. All it, you're doing but is
1: hurting their 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 personality. We mm.
2: talk about that, like with especially with the oldest one. We were. We did some horrible parenting things, and we were—I was a screamer. You yelled when you would like, that poor kid. Like we even talk to her now, like, and we are sorry that we caused you like this. And she's our kind of high anxiety person, kid, anyway. But like, how much did you, like cause this? Like, did yeah. we did we make her more that way right. because we're always like, let's go, let's go, hurry, you know, or? You well, know, you and she's like, all have grown a lot as yeah. people. Well, yeah. and both of, she of she our little, kids so have like, learning differences. And our yeah. oldest one, you would never, and socially as kids, you know, she and she wouldn't mind me sharing this, but severe processing and learning issues. And you would never, you know, both of them graduated from Shelton. You would never know because socially mm-hmm. she's so great and has yeah. but I didn't understand it. So I my frustration would come out and I'd be so angry. <sighs> and this poor kid couldn't help it. And so you do. You learn a lot, right? What does she say when you're like,
0: "I'm so sorry that I, that we yelled and whatnot"? She <sighs> she rolls it. her eyes and sighs. <laughs> she, she's good at
2: rolling her eyes. She doesn't say. She doesn't really. She doesn't really say anything. Yeah. Which Then she'll. But we know that those are just a few of like, you know, if you're looking at it, you know, the book of her life, that is just a couple of little sentences in this huge book yeah. of joy and happiness. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But, you know,
0: as a parent, you beat yourself up. With, oh, I oh, I do. Oh, my god. I do. I do. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I have little kids, and I'm like, as a what, what's, gonna, what's it going to be like? It's like, but we're going to apologize for well, And so. sometimes,
2: they, and that's what we say, they turned out really well despite <laughs> what we did. <laughs> but you know what? Some kids don't turn out that I great, know. and their parents are the best in the whole world. I know. So I don't think there's some, you know, we can – and every parent, you were that parent for, you know, you, Yeah, I'm Callie, Lindsay, Anna's mom because I am the best mom possible for them. Right. But that doesn't mean that I would be the best mom, mom possible for someone me. else or it, vice versa. That's like exactly true. That, that, you know. Yeah.
0: If you spent any time with me the week after this conversation, then I probably told you some tidbit of wisdom that I gleaned from this. There was a lot in there. But as I've thought about the overarching theme, this is what I keep seeing. Don't say no to something because you feel like it's too late. Like, don't let your excuse for not moving forward be, oh, it's too late. I mean, think about it. They were newlyweds with a baby. And Kevin was struggling with addiction. Wouldn't it be tempting to throw your hands up and say, oh, should have gotten this figured out before the wedding, before the pregnancy. It's just too late now. But it wasn't too late. It wasn't too late for Jesus. With their first restaurant endeavor, they lost money and walked away from it. Imagine then being prompted to start a new restaurant. I mean, would you have thoughts like, you failed this once. Isn't, a little, isn't it a little too late to start again? But it wasn't too late. It wasn't too late for Jesus. They were in their 40s. They had a 13 and a 16-year-old and were prompted to adopt. Would it be tempting to quiet that prompting with, we're too old, it's too late for us? I mean, I would think so, but it wasn't too late. It wasn't too late for Jesus. Our timetable is different than God's. And I wonder if the enemy uses time to limit what we think God is capable of. It isn't too late. It isn't too late for you. And if God is prompting it, it's not too late. It is right on time. Thank you for listening today. I hope you are leaving this feeling encouraged. And if there is someone that you think would appreciate this, would you take the time to share the Four Parents podcast with them? I would so appreciate that. All right, last thing, if you live in the Dallas area, please like go to Haystack. I promise you, you're going to really have a great experience. You can go in there thinking, hey, I'm going to get that healthy salad and then go ahead and order yourself one of their really good burgers and fries. It is such a great place. Okay, I will talk to you guys next time.